Sports Fix, and here is Ben Kellen. Welcome to the weekend, everyone. I hope you've had a great week despite the typhoons. This is Ben Cullen with your Sports Fix update. Britain's Tyson Fury crowned himself as the greatest heavyweight of my era after retaining his WBC crown in a classic fight with Deontay Wilder. The 33-year-old stopped Wilder in the 11th round after twice being knocked down himself in the thrilling third meeting between the pair. It followed a heated build-up during fight week as both fighters goaded one another in a vicious war of words. I have proved time and time again that I can never be written off, said Fury. I didn't have my best performance, but I pulled it out of the bag when it needed to be done. I am the greatest heavyweight champion of my era, without a doubt. Number one. If you play with fire long enough, you will get burned. After inflicting just the second defeat of Wilder's career on Saturday, Fury said the American did not want to engage with him afterwards and promptly left the arena. I went over and said, well done. And he said he didn't want to show any sportsmanship or respect, said Fury. Very surprised by that. He's an idiot. Lionel Messi became the first South American to score 80 international goals as his Argentina side beat Uruguay in World Cup qualifying. Captain Messi opened the scoring for his side with a floating cross that somehow evaded the goalkeeper. Rodrigo de Paul doubled Argentina's lead before halftime and then they added a third after the break. We played a great game, everything worked out perfectly, said Messi. Uruguay wait for you and they generate danger. Once we got the first goal, we started to find space and then the goals appeared. Argentina are now 24 games unbeaten and their latest win keeps up the pressure on Brazil in South America's World Cup qualifying group. Valtteri Bottas won the Turkish Grand Prix and a second place for Max Verstappen returned the Red Bull driver to the championship lead. Lewis Hamilton was fifth, disagreeing with his team over the radio and their decision to make a late pit stop for the tyres that dropped him down from third. Verstappen leads Hamilton by six points with six races remaining this season. In a tense race on a slippery track, Red Bull's Sergio Perez took third ahead of Ferrari's Charles Leclerc. Bottas drove an impressively dominant race from Mercedes to take his first win of the season, comfortably able to stay ahead of Verstappen, who was not able to take advantage of the wet track to challenge the fin. This was his 10th victory in Formula 1, his first since the Russian Grand Prix in September 2020, as one of the best races of his career. We now welcome back seven superstar Max Denmark to the show. He joins us via Zoom from his quarantine hotel. So you went to Vancouver and then you went to Edmonton. Talk us through Vancouver first and then give us some context on the week after at Edmonton as well. Well, Vancouver was a, a great um, first experience on the, on the World Series for me. Some of the other lads have been on the World Series before, but that was my first um, World Series tournament. And obviously playing in front of a crowd was amazing. But the the games were tough. Like play, playing against Ireland uh, in that first game and narrowly, narrowly losing was very, very painful considering what happened in the record charge just a few a couple months ago. But like throughout the tournament, I felt like our, our heads were just getting screwed on tighter and tighter and we were coming together as a team because we had a few new guys in um, who hadn't played a seventh tournament before, but everyone gelled as a team. I think it really showed everyone like on the world stage and, and everyone back home that 
Hong Kong rugby is progressing and we are like on the trajectory to be able to be with those teams on the World Series. It's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it felt great playing against these World Series teams and actually putting up a fight against them. And uh, not just putting up a fight, but being being close to beating a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and knowing it within ourselves of we, we can do better. We didn't play our best rugby. We know that. And um, like following from Vancouver, where we came seventh and we obviously our, our goal was to uh, progress further in the cup. So the next the next week, you know, sore bodies and everything, playing some, first time I've ever played sevens on back-to-back weeks. That's very tough. Yeah, <laughs> imagine. on your body. But yeah, we're, when we came, came back in in Edmonton, our first game, same again, it was a narrow, narrow loss to Canada, but which was disappointing. But I think that kind of... And playing South Africa next was tough as well because South Africa were the most clinical team at that tournament by far. Yeah. They were they were a, almost a step above the rest. They they embarrassed a, f- a few teams. They went from strength to strength the whole the whole time. We did manage to give them a few problems, but you know we we're, we're not quite there yet. I don't think. But it was amazing to be playing against players like that and taking on them, taking them on physically. Which is tough, but it's a good learning experience. Um, and then we got through the tournament. Obviously, we beat Mexico 70-0, which got us into the the cup quarters. And then our, the cup quarters was frustrating again. But, well, not frustrating. It was playing South Africa again, which was we knew was going to be a tough fight. But the next game against Germany was heartbreak, I think, for us because we had such a good opportunity to. Come, first, come higher than seventh. We were almost fifth or sixth. Yeah, uh, that was that was heartbreak. That game, to, especially them getting a yellow card in the last couple of minutes, very frustrating. And then obviously being Ireland in the last play of the game uh, against Jordan Conroy in that lot was amazing. That that was <laughs> that had me so I was so giddy after that game. Good, uh, good. yeah, yeah. No, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And you personally had a great tournament. I saw a graphic. I can't remember the exact title of it, but it was like the impact players and you and Liam. Okay. You and yeah. Liam had a good run, right? Can you just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, it's the first time me and Liam have been the uh, the starting centre and wing, I think, for a tournament. And uh, that the Im- impact thing is just the uh, how it's a combination of points on line breaks, offloads, tackles, and carries. Uh, and yeah, Liam came first, obviously DHL impact player of of Edmonton, which is amazing. Uh, and, and he came top of the series, I think. So o- over both tournaments, he was first, which is amazing. amazing. Yeah, uh, I came close second, but... <laughs> but I mean, congratulations uh, to you yeah, as well. What a, a shame. No, no, if it, it felt, uh, it felt good that it was two guys from Hong Kong leading leading the charge in that, yeah. um, and that not from any other team. And it, it was just it's cool to be recognised on a world stage, especially because Liam and I are so young. I mean, he's twenty three, I'm twenty two. Yeah, We've still, still got a lot of growing and playing to do. So, well, congratulations for that. So, what are Thank your what are the next steps for for you and the team with regards to tournaments? Uh, the next steps should be. Um, well, obviously get out of quarantine, train for a few weeks, and then we're off to Dubai to play the Asian Seven Series. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, so that's 
end of November, I believe. Uh, and then there, there's potentially another two tournaments in, in Dubai, but we don't really know yet. Like everything is up in the air with COVID and who can make it to a tournament, uh, things like that. Uh, and then leading into the new year, uh, it just depends on um, world rugby on, and the World Seven Series, like who's available and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like in terms of in the future, hopefully there'll be another Challenger Series. That's the one we played in South South America a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, hopefully that happens again, so we get our shot uh, earning our spot in the World Series properly, so we can become a core team. Hundred yeah. percent. Very good. All right. Final question. There may be yeah. someone listening right now thinking, I want to have the career that Max Denmark has. <laughs> I want to get into the Hong Kong Sevens or maybe, you know, an Olympic sport, whatever it may be. What's the general path for a 15-year-old to achieve that in Hong Kong? Well, the gen in Hong Kong, the general path for sport, I mean, you got to start with your school and then, you know, progress from there, find a club that does it. And then, I mean, hopefully, I don't know how it works in every sport, but I know... The rugby union are always always have their eye on on players who are coming up through the ranks, like at club and at school. So once you start a club and school, you know, start putting in work outside of that, gym, watching tape, whatever. Um, and and it's based on if you get seen, uh, or you could reach out to someone. I mean, I never had to um, because it, in Hong Kong, so small. I, I I hope most people are seen anyway. But yeah, if you get seen and you get asked for an A-trade trial, which often happens when you're under 14, I think it goes all the way down to under 12s now. But just do your best to perform at those, each of those A-trades and progress. Like as you get older, keep working harder because as you get older, you can. And eventually you can take it to the pro level. Good man. Love it. Head down, work hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Thank you very much for joining us today, Max. We no, wish no you all the luck for the Asian Games and then hopefully we can get Hong Kong back on that World Series. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good man. Top man. Yes. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. I'm not sure if there are any more ways to describe this man. He's beyond GOAT status. Davey, he's the best athlete of all time in all sports. 44-year-old Tom Brady just threw for 400 yards last week. The first time in his career in his 23rd season. My hottest ticket in the world this week is the Bucks versus the Eagles, as nobody knows what this man is capable of next. Have a great weekend all, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. Big thank you to Ben, and do join him every Friday here in the Common Room. Common Room with